Welcome back to another episode of Ya yeah, No No Ya. Yeah. In this episode, we are discussing the first two It Man movies. They were Liam's suggestion for the main topic for this episode, so both of those martial arts films are what we are discussing, as well as a whole host of other mini topics and what we've been watching and just all sorts of discussions that we have in this episode. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Do check out the timestamps in the description if you want to jump to a certain point, avoid spoilers. Also feel free to check out the link trees in the description of the episode if you want to find our social medias, as well as the Patreon link if you want to support the show. All of the money goes towards the episode artwork that we do. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the episode, so let's get into it. Not that much. Not that much. I'm not drunk, but I'm just letting everyone know. Hello everyone, Uh, Liam here. Just wanted to give everyone a little bit of a warning thing about this episode. I was getting drunk, yes, and towards the end I started to get a little too drunk. Eventually I ended up passing out. We had to record the last bit separately, so if it sounds a bit jarring when we move to that, then I apologize. Also, since this episode, it has been quite a bit of a learning curve. I've been very embarrassed about what happened, so uh, yeah, gonna take a bit of a halt on the drinking and hopefully just uh, sort my fucking life out. But yeah, um, I hope you enjoyed the episode regardless. It's a bit of a messy one and I apologize for that, but I hope that you guys enjoy it. On with the show. Something I was wanting to do or try and remember at least, just to give people more of an incentive to check out like the poll. We don't usually read the results of them, but I thought maybe I could just start like reading like the results. It doesn't really work out to like where the last episode we did I can read the results of that because we upload it the same day that we're recording this. So I have to read the episode from two episodes ago. Three Angry Men. Yeah, I asked what was your favorite of these two movies, Uh, 12 Angry Men or Dog Day Afternoon. Three votes. They all said Dog Day Afternoon. Let's go. That was a good one. How's life? I'm good. Nothing much has changed. I wish my life was more interesting to talk about. How's the new apartment feeling? Um, I'm at home. I'm finally feeling at home. That's good. This is the third episode since the move. Yeah, it's just way nicer. Like, I I barely have to drive. Just walking to work. Good neighbors? really nice. Uh, Still haven't ran into any neighbors, so I'm going to try and keep it that way because I don't like talking to people. How's your life, Keelan? It's been alright. Just working and shit. That's all I have to say, as usual. (laughs) That's all. How about you, Liam? just i i'm working a hell of a lot more at the moment it's it's making it like very difficult to find time to edit or do anything Mm. else with my life yeah (laughs) so i'm going a bit insane but yeah it's good patreon patrons thank you kath.reviews my girlfriend of course thanks for being a patron thanks girlfriend (laughs) not mine quinn's yeah thanks quinn's girlfriend (laughs) kath thanks Thanks, my girlfriend. <laughs> Moving underscore 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 pictures. Thanks, Leo's girlfriend. Also, check out the new episode of Pod Goblins. You can't be plugging other podcasts in our podcast. Yeah, we can't be. Come on, man. Sorry, we gotta save fun. that for when they come back on, and then now but, they're gonna stop listening to us and go listen to them. They have they two plug episodes. Us, we we have thirty six. <laughs> Yeah, th- thank you, moving under, under, uh, whatever, Julia. Thank you, Julia. 
Uh, thank you, Sarah's Popcorn Chat, for being a patron. Thank you very much. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Ardor Film. Yeah. Thanks, Ardor Film. Hell yeah. Thanks, Amy. Amy. I've, I've kept checking her page, like, a lot recently <laughs> to memorize it. Okay, um, thanks, Liam's mom. It's L- Luna Pearl, isn't it? I don't know the... How many I, underscores, though? How many underscores, Kaylee? I can't fucking... Fu- where, where the there's fuck is There's at least two, I where think. Fu- no, there's three. Thanks, Liam's mom. Cheers. All right. Uh, what have we what have we been watching or listening to? Yeah, I did some rewatches. I rewatched. I think the most interesting one was I rewatched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, mm-hmm. which I didn't really like it on the first watch for for whatever reason. I think it was because of Willie, because Willie is the most annoying piece of shit character ever. <laughs> I hate <laughs> Willie. <laughs> yeah, everyone kind of does. Yeah. But on second watch, it was easier to tolerate her and i found her quite funny and i ended up fucking loving it and i think it might be my second favorite indiana jones film i think it's a masterpiece yeah i mean i showed kath indiana jones yeah the first and the second um and yeah I, the temple of doom is actually my favorite yeah, out of all I of could... them. it kind of always has been yeah see but before i rewatched it i would have thought you were insane but like after watching it no it <laughs> fox hard it is so good it's a, it's a five star isn't it it is yeah, a, five a five star, star. it is a five out yeah. of five i i watched the dial of destiny a couple of weeks ago and i liked it like it's I, I really liked it i genuinely liked it and i felt bad that i liked it more than temple of doom so i was like let's give this a rewatch let's see if it you know holds up or anything and yeah it just blew it out of the water i thought it was great i think i might like it more than any star wars movie <laughs> apart wow. from empire apart from empire <laughs> uh rewatch ladybird i really like it Great movie. It's I've seen right. it five times now. I thought it was alright at first as well. And I really love it now. I, I, I watched another Harrison Ford movie called The Mosquito Coast, and it was really good. It's a very interesting little film. It's very, very interesting. It's about like a guy who he's an inventor and he's like pissed off with American society, so he's like, Hey, I'm gonna go to fucking where does he go? He goes to Belize and he <laughs> buys a town and the whole movie's him, you know building up this town to be you know what he thinks the ideal society should be and i think it's a little too short which is something i rarely say i feel like it could have gone gone on a bit longer but it's a very very interesting watch harrison ford is it might be my favorite performance of his he is he's so fucking good in it if anything he's worth watching it for and yeah it's a it's a good movie very interesting lots of social discussions and stuff it's fun but um yeah Really good movie, nice. seven out of ten. And another one I watched is The Birdcage, which was fucking hysterical. I love that movie. Fucking Robin Williams, Nathan Lane, Gene Hackman—they're all fucking amazing in it. And it's it's just an adorable little movie. It's like based off a stage play, and it obviously is because like they kind of make use of the sets and all that, you know. And it's more dialogue heavy than anything. And it's just really funny, really fun little movie. I guess the last things I'd want to mention is I rewatched both of the Deadpool movies. I, I don't know why I did it. It's just like, uh, let's see if these hold up. First one, no. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's quite bad. I, I, re- but, um, I rewatched that like a few years ago. I think it was like kind of fine, but like, I mean, a lot of things didn't land. That's for sure. It's a very awkward movie to watch because like, I, I loved it as like a 16 year old because it's like very Reddit humor. And I was <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very appropriate it's for its time, That's true. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like it is of its time, and I think a lot of the jokes just don't land. But surprisingly, 
Ryan Reynolds is so good as Deadpool. He is very charming as Deadpool. It's his best role for a reason. There's a reason he keeps playing him in every movie now because he's good as Deadpool. Yeah, he but he is. isn't good in other movies playing Deadpool. It's weird for me to say because I'm a fucking Ryan Reynolds hater, but he's good in the Deadpool <laughs> movies. I really like Deadpool Two, though. I think Deadpool Two is much better than the first, and I don't it get why it a lot of people. I don't get why a lot of people think the first is better because the second one. Ups the, the second is like better. Every way the possible. second is better. Yeah. Overall, it's just yeah, a better movie. I mean, I haven't rewatched Deadpool like as a adult. I guess I, I like, but man, that uh, theater experience of 2016, <laughs> like going in there, watching it with friends, it was so much fun. Yeah, and, like we were all laughing so hard. So like. I don't know. I still have it rated super high, but like, That's I don't know. A rewatch would probably bring it down. I have no idea. TJ Miller think, always bothers me, though. That's the only I thing. I actually think he's quite good in those movies. That, those no, are not, not the first. Not the first. The first, like... He's he's fine in the first. No, but he has that one joke that's like really oh, fucking Oh, no, that bad. joke is awful. Like, what the fuck? And you, you look like Freddy Krueger face fucked a topographical map of Utah. That oh my god. <laughs> that joke is awful. It's like it's like one of those like really, really long, like stretch kind of jokes. Like it's just why did that need to go on for that long? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even know what that joke means anymore. <laughs> you look like Freddy Krueger fucked the fucking topographical map topographical. of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, dude. What the fuck does that even mean? Uh, there was one line delivery that he had that actually made me crack up in the second one. <laughs> I liked him in the second one. It's the best thing he's ever done, but he's a piece of shit and I hate him as an actor. <laughs> I will never forgive him, honestly, for ruining the movie Underwater. You ever seen that? Oh, yeah. He was oh, in... my God. I, I, he I ruined that, that fucking movie. Like, that movie was, like, really? actually, atmospherically, that movie was, like, really, really strong. Like, I just, I loved so much about the atmosphere of it, and especially the ending, but, like, everything with TJ Miller, fuck, he just, like, he adds so much unnecessary comic relief, and it's ridiculous. I'll, uh, I'll just get mine out of the way. I'm not sure how many I have. I mean, I've been watching a lot of stuff, but it's so much stuff that, like, not a lot of it would be that interesting for me to talk about, but I rewatched Brawl and Cell Block 99. Oh, banger. I fucking love that movie now. Good Isn't fucking that a great film. movie? Good I showed that to Keelan and yeah. it was fucking great. Like I've seen that movie like three <laughs> times now, three or four. That was only my second time, and I, I own it. And it was only my second time, and it's easily five stars for me. I just that director in particular. I've seen all his films now. I mean, all three of them. Like I just love how he takes his time with dialogue, takes his time with characters. He almost writes kind of like Tarantino kind of dialogue, but not to such an edgy degree. Mm -hmm. Like. If you know what I'm talking about, I don't know how to describe it, but I don't know. It's just, I love how, um, how just like brutal and like raw it feels, but like how, and Vince Vaughn, that's like the performance of his career right there. It's just, it has to be. Some of those moments in that movie just really get me. It's called Brawl and Cell Like 99. I'm not going to say who gets killed or what happens, but like that moment to where he, he stomps the guy's head and yes. oh his face yes. across the concrete. I cringe at that every time and I'm like, oh my fucking God. Another interesting watch. This is not like, I didn't love this movie, but uh, it was super interesting. I watched The Beaver, directed oh, by I've Jodie Foster. Yeah, I know Keelan's seen it. Um, not a very that. much talked about movie at all, but yeah, it came out in 2011. It's directed by Jodie Foster. It's starring Mel Gibson and Jodie Foster. And uh, I show I watched this with Kath. Like we started the movie at the same time and watched it together. And it's just the premise is just kind of crazy. Like, so Mel Gibson is this, like, middle-aged, ultra, like, chronically depressed guy who's tried everything to cure his depression and nothing has helped. 
and uh, he one night finds like a, a puppet beaver in like a dumpster and just randomly decides to take it mm -hmm. and then he goes back to his hotel room because he had to leave the house and he tries to kill himself and he fails his suicide attempt and then he like knocks a tv and it falls on his head and then all of a sudden he like <laughs> develops like a second personality with this puppet beaver and he's talking through the puppet beaver for the entire movie in an Australian accent. What? And it's like his second, yeah. And it's I like his second personality. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's like his coping mechanism to, to reconnect with his family and like feel better. And it's such a, just such a crazy movie, the fact that it even exists. So that's why I wanted to watch it. And it sounds great. It was pretty good. It was actually pretty good. Like, very cringy but also very like touching and like heartfelt and like mm -hmm. genuine i mean it's a very flawed movie too though like jennifer lawrence is in the movie and like her subplot is just not even i i didn't find that interesting or whatever at all it's just a really, really weird movie sounds yeah, like a blast. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it since i was like fucking 12 or 13 but it was just weird oh, damn i don't know i haven't done a, a music listen in a while so i'm gonna do one of those i don't know if keelan's heard it but i know you have liam because you've posted about it but oh uh, don't, Travis Scott's don't. Utopia. come on it was one of what? mine I'm i stealing have, one of yours i have like none dude <laughs> i have like none yeah well, I'll, that's a good segue into you start talking about it then. Start with, because that was my last, it can be your first. <laughs> yeah, I listened to Utopia. Yeah, it's yeah, I it's pretty it. great. It's pretty fucking great. Yeah. Oh, pretty great? I think oh. so. I, I like, mean, I know that you're, I know you, no, I thought it was great, but I know it improved for you on like multiple listens, right? Like you didn't love it at first. No, I, I, I don't, I don't love it. And I don't think it's like amazing, but I think that like there are really just some fucking great things about it honestly i am in love with the song love i, I think that song is fantastic mm. i think hyena mm -hmm. is an incredible opener i think circus maximus is amazing till further notice is amazing but like the main one that like i want to focus on here like because keelan i know that you've um heard quite a bit of this artist as well but hyena like the opening track it reminded me a hell of a lot production wise of primal scream which I found mm -hmm. really fucking weird. Like, just hearing that from <laughs> Travis Scott, of all people, I was just kind of like, yeah, what isn't the that weird? fuck? Like, what? Like, it just mm. sounds so, like, kind of rough, and, like, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it was an amazing opener. And after that, like, the next few songs after that kind of, like, went a bit off and on for me the first time, but I've come around to them a little bit. Yeah, it's it's good. I don't think it's as good as Astro World just yet, but... It yeah, very well, it, it might, it might get to that point at some point, because honestly, like in terms of production, I do prefer this album, but yeah, just in terms of like quality, I do think that Astro World is better at the moment. I, I would agree with that. I mean, but it's a good return. It is a good return. And I, I listened to it, I think for like the third time, like this morning on my run, I just, it's a good running album for some reason, like the hyena song, like pumps me yeah. up, but I have been listening to Travis Scott, like since like uh rodeo. So like I, and oh, as too. somebody who I think I like modern rap definitely a bit more than you liam so that's mm -hmm. why i was surprised like oh liam's listening to travis scott but, i mean i've heard all of his um, stuff so i just felt like it was right to continue i i even though i really did enjoy this album 
at the moment, it's it might be my least favorite Travis Scott album, like what? out of all four really? that I've heard. Have you I, not heard yeah, fucking uh, what's Birds it called? In the Birds in the Trap. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm probably one of the only people that like that album or love it. To me, that album has like a fun nocturnal party vibe to it. Like yeah. this um, album, I it just I can't like it, it's not giving me like a certain vibe. It kind of feels all over the place at times, but that's not like. A bad thing i guess but hmm. no I, I i just like the simplicity and production of birds in the trap sing mcknight my my favorite songs off of this one modern jam i really like the second half of my eyes i like i really don't like the first half of my eyes that much, i i like my eyes but i do agree that that switch up is like a lot better oh the switch yeah. up oh it's it's just i like the awesome. song as a whole um, because of that switch up i think that like the yeah. first half kind of justifies itself because of that, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those are like my two favorite tracks. I, the With each time I listen to it, the tracks I like, I like even more. But the tracks I don't like, I like even less. Like, yeah. I think God's Country is the worst instrumental Travis Scott has ever been on. <laughs> like, I... So, I mean, it's really got some low points. I don't like Sirens or Fane. I, I think those songs mm. are kind of... Eh. Dude, people love Fane. I don't understand it. Yeah, oh, I don't get it either. Fane. It's fucking Fane. annoying. Fane. And, I, and I like Playboy Cardi, and I know you probably you would probably hate him, um, <laughs> honestly, but give him a chance, I guess. But oh, he might. Uh, he might like that's like kind of Playboy Cardi's thing. He's like really like simple and repetitive, but like I like his production. Well, I mean, it, if that's the case, then it just kind of felt like his song rather than Travis's because it was it very did. repetitive and did. annoying. <laughs> like, it, it's true, yeah. But speaking of sound like somebody else's, like I thought this album sounded more like a Kanye album than a Travis Scott album, and that's because it basically, I mean, Kanye did have a huge part in the helping of this album. I do think it's very similar to Donder, actually. But that that actually kind of makes sense because I heard um, Travis Scott had a concert the other day and Kanye showed up for like the first time yeah. in Asia. In Rome, I think that was. Kanye had a huge hand to play in the album and that's why it sounds like a Kanye album, kind of. And the last song I forgot to mention, I've got to mention Meltdown with Drake. I mean, how could I not oh. mention I, d- I did. Song? I did actually think that was quite good, yeah. I did like that song. I can't even scoff at that Good. because fucking Sicko Mode is amazing. So, Isn't it? Say what you will about him. Anytime he shows up on a track, it's half the time it's going to blow up. It's yeah. just going to blow he, up. He was very good on this song. album. But like right now, yeah. I'm kind of like Astroworld, Utopia, Rodeo, Birds in the Trap. I would, I would do that same exact ranking, but Utopia at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I, for now. For now. I'm not a big fan of Rodeo either. Like, I'm not a big Travis fan in general, but, like, Mm -hmm. I I do think that Utopia is good. But I I don't think that he'll beat Astro World. Maybe he will at at some point. I would like that. Personally, I I, I do Rodeo, then Astro World, and Birds in the Trap. I haven't heard Utopia yet. (laughs) I hope Mm. you like it. Listen to it. I'm I'm, I'm interested in it. It's just long. It's quite long. Yeah. You know how last time I said, like, my watches were, like, the last thing was on the count of three? Since then, yeah, I've watched the two movies we're going to talk about today, and I rewatched The Big Lebowski. That's it. Like oh, I, I don't, I don't have time anymore. I just don't have time. No, that's, yeah, and that's it's very depressing. I would like to be watching things and listening to things, but I don't have time. Yeah. So mini topics. Um, I have like two. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll probably just go ahead because I think one of ours is like the same thing. Well, ba- ba- basically, my my first one was just mentioning you know the passing of William Friedkin, which really upset me. Yeah, that that yeah. I was very upset to hear that. 
I imagine like, I that upset both of you. Like, I still haven't seen a single William Friedkin movie, which mm. makes me feel really bad. But I know that you guys both love him, so yeah. Yeah. I think well, we talk about that. I, I, I've only seen two of his movies, mm. but I think he was just such an interesting figure. Like, I, he's one of those directors who I fucking love listening to interviews of him because he, he was amazing in interviews. Oh my yeah. fucking god! Like I was rewatching his uh, interview with Nicholas Winding Refn. Oh, oh that's god, so fucking Liam, funny! You need to watch this. Liam. I've seen it's like it. an I've hour seen long. Seen oh, you've seen it? it? Okay. Oh, it's yeah, amazing. Okay. <laughs> you can't go without mentioning The Exorcist. I feel like mm-hmm. that. That I always cite that and Texas Chainsaw Massacre as the two greatest horror films of all time, mm-hmm. for, for very similar reasons, honestly, because they're so down to earth. And they yeah. treat their horror very seriously. And, like, there's a lot of discussions that can be had about The Exorcist. Like, there's a lot of theological stuff in there that I find endlessly interesting. What, yeah. a, what a fucking master. I still have to see, like, a load of his movies. But he was a fucking... He was a genius. I'm looking at his movies. I've seen eight of his movies. But the only ones that really have stuck with me have been The Exorcist and French Connection. Which, like I said, though, I mentioned that, that Al Pacino movie on, like, one of the last episodes. That cruising mm-hmm. movie. That's a yeah. great movie. Have you seen To Live and Die in L.A.? Because that's the other one no. I've seen from him, and I fucking I still adore need to. it. It is fucking brilliant. I got such that a one. fucking great movie. We should do I an really episode on him at some point. I was about to say, oh, like, he is definitely worthy of yeah. Doing like, he an is a very on. interesting director. Hmm. He is. Like, and, even uh, just looking through his filmography, you can see like he's done a lot of shit. He's done a lot of really interesting shit. Yeah, it's really. It was really sad to see him. I mean, he was in his 80s, so like... He was 87. 87, so he still lived a long life, but it was just so, like, I don't know. You never expect it, you know? And, like, when you see it, then it's just sad. It's so weird how he passed around, like, so soon before Mm. um, close to the new Exorcist movie. Very weird coincidence, too. I just want to say, it looks dog shit. It looks looks fucking horrible. They're trying to fucking Halloween the Exorcist. Like, fuck <laughs> off. They murdered I know, freaking, it, I guess. That ups- <laughs> they did. I, know, I saw a comment and, like, it kind of made me made me laugh, but also, like, I shouldn't be laughing. But it said, like, this the trailer for the Exorcist is what killed freaking after he saw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, it was too much. And I don't yeah, think he it gives a so shit. bad, man. You're right. Out. He he said before, uh, in a, I was watching videos this morning of oh, yeah. freaking talking and like how uh, <laughs> he's never seen even a frame of any of the Exorcist sequels. Like he does, yeah. he's just not gonna watch them. Uh, he, he even though I'll, I'll die the... by the third movie, but yeah. Part of my topic was the Exorcist Believe trailer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, yeah, man, that trailer. So yeah, That's... the Exorcist Believe trailer is just yeah, it looks <sighs> awful looks awful it really makes me so depressed to see like because yeah it, they're halloweening the fucking exorcist franchise and it's because it's, you know, of course you know the same director david gordon green yeah is it like the same so weird. approach yeah. yeah same as the new halloween movies and they're doing and so a fucking trilogy yeah a fucking exorcist trilogy man and <laughs> the uh, i just don't understand that there's i can't wait to see the stories excuse this, this is the state and of it, cinema now like just it is. franchise, just, after, franchise after franchise after franchise after sequel after sequel. 
Non-stop. And I'm, I'm, I'm not the first to coin this, but this is a term. I think they even used it in uh, Scream 6, like one of the characters said it in that movie. But a requel? Yeah, this is, I think, requels. (laughs) This is what David Gordon Green is doing with horror now. Maybe it's a Blumhouse thing, yeah. I think Blumhouse is behind, you know, the Halloween movies are behind this. Even fucking Disney and shit. Like, they they didn't fucking stop. That's that's true. They requeled Star Wars, yeah. So, um, I, I think to be a requel, I think you basically, what, redo the same first movie, but it's a loose sequel, and you bring back the old actors as old people to guide the young people. That's what a requel is, right? Because that's all they're fucking doing. And you ignore all the sequels, except maybe one or two of the good ones. Yes. Except the very first one. They they acknowledge the first, maybe. But it's so frustrating, man. Like, Look, I really liked the new Halloween trilogy. The second one was the worst, but I really liked 2018 and Ends. I thought they were mm-hmm. very solid. Really enjoyed both of them. Mm-hmm. J- j- yeah. Leave it at that. Halloween works because... Because they've always be- had plenty of sequels, yeah. Yeah. It's not like you have anything it- to ruin, and... The, the 2018 one was such a surprise for me, and I still really like yeah. that movie. Exorcist isn't one of those franchises where you can just be like, okay, we're doing a fucking exactly. legacy sequel. It, it makes no sense. It really doesn't make any sense. Like, that that part in the trailer where, like, Chris McNeil goes up to the fucking possessed child, and she's like, I met you before. It was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like... I can't wait to see their excuse to bring Ellen Bernstein in, because, like, why do you need her? Wait, the Ellen Bernstein about? Yeah, she yeah, is she's the mom the in, the, in the original movie. But, yeah, it's just, um, I don't know. It's such a loose excuse to slap together a sequel, requel, whatever. I just, I'm going to hate watch it. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to go in. I know I'm going to hate it. I don't know, man. And I might I just, see it. I mean, it's going to come out in October. I want horror movies to watch in October, and it's an Exorcist movie. Like, I, I want to see an Of course Exorcist you're going to watch it, Killer. What the, the fuck? Do you, you're ki- I've only seen one Exorcist movie. Have you? Wait, what? Yeah. I thought you'd oh, seen... Oh, yeah. Well, I thought you'd seen more. Like, you're the horror franchise guy, aside from Quinn, I guess. <laughs> you both are. Yeah, yeah I've, I've only seen the first Exorcist, because I, wa- I, 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 wa- I want to see the third one. I have no yes. interest in the second one or the fucking the two prequels. Oh, the th- which I are the same one of the movie. prequels recently. Actually, it sucked. Yeah, it's, it's got the same Skarsgård, and they still sucked. But um, no, I, I, I mean, this goes without saying, but yes, I highly recommend the third movie. It's basically you can skip right over the second. It's basically sequel to the first, and it's directed by the guy who wrote the original Exorcist book, Billy Peter like Buddy. Yeah, so I mean, it's. And it's got George C. Scott. It's fucking awesome. The movie is great, and it has one of the best jump scares in horror history, which I know I'm sure you know about. So, yeah, yeah, I, I have it on Blu-ray. I'm very excited to watch it. It's a great movie. Um, anyway, I, I I would almost put it like tot- like I would almost put it even with the first one. That's how much I love it. But a, a yeah. lot of people say that. A lot of Exorcist three believers say that. And I'm very yeah. I'm very excited to watch it because of that. This is a bit of, like, old news, I guess, now, but, uh, Disney, uh, stopping the physical media thing. Did you guys hear about that? Well, they, they stopped it in Australia, but it, like, it's an indication of it probably being a thing in other places, too. It really pisses me off. And basically, Disney have, is, after the release of Guardians of the Galaxy 3 on Blu-ray and DVD, they're stopping all sales of DVDs and Blu-rays in Australia. Yep. Wow. So, wow. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be the last film 
be released physically in Australia. It's just like cutting back on like another sale that you could make as well. Like I don't know why it wouldn't exactly be like a thing that you would just continue doing. I th- I think it's for all of their subsidiaries as well, like Fox and fucking oh. all that shit. I was about to Which say like really... yeah, for just Disney stuff, yeah. Hmm. It's a really bad indication of something that could happen in the future. Like, you can simply say, like, oh, yeah, I don't really feel like buying many Disney movies on Blu-ray. I have no doubt. I have no doubt that it will go out of style, like, at some point. Like, we would just be only digital at some point. I hope not, That scares me, especially with... It's going to happen. It it is actually going to happen. I feel like it's inevitable. If physical media stops, then torrenting will be at an all-time high because they're just taking fucking shit off platforms every other fucking week now. Um, like, I collect, I mean, I have over 400, like, physical copies of movies. Like, I collect, Me too, yeah. you know, physical copies. And, yeah, you do too. I'm sure a lot of people do, all of us, yeah. But uh, it's just, I don't know about you, but, like, when I buy a movie digitally, like, I've done that maybe with a few movies, like, on Amazon. I'll, like, actually buy it. It still doesn't feel like I own it for some reason. Like, I can't, like, I want. I like to hold something, look at it, like, see it on my shelf. Like, it feels I, like I that's feel... mine. I feel kind of like weird about it because like the the only thing that I've ever purchased like as a buy on any kind of streaming service or whatever not rented just bought like to have forever is the Northman on Apple TV Mm. so Mm. I have that on Apple TV I can watch it any any time that's great but like do I feel anything from it do I feel like I gained anything not really it's just kind of like this is something that I could have gotten for free yeah there's two other things with it that pisses me off so for one digital digital is always worse than physical in terms of quality it's all there's always going to be fucking artifacts in the image it's always going to look worse and another thing they can take they can revoke that license at any fucking time like mm-hmm. you do not own that movie you yeah. know can i just it's it's can i just add something exactly. real quick as well I actually went to show um, my mother, my stepdad, and my stepbrother, um, the Northman, a few weeks ago or something like that. I went onto my Apple TV account. I logged into it on their TV. It was, like, buffering so fucking much. The, like, it was extremely pixelated for, like, the first 10 minutes or whatever. And I was just like, you know what? Like, fuck it. I just looked on Letterboxd and I was like... Okay, it's available on Prime. Cool. We can just watch it for free. So I just, like, loaded up Prime and watched it for free. Like, you don't get anything out of, like, buying digital media. Because, like, there is the chance that it's just gonna lag or whatever or some shit like that. Uh, David F. Sandberg actually did some interesting videos about, like, comparing the quality of, like, streaming services and, like, digital platforms to DVD and Blu-ray and 4K Blu-ray. It was very, like, he did it with the new Shazam movie because obviously he directed it. And he had like a load of physical copies lying around, so he was just like, "Hey, I'll just educate people on this shit." And it did a really good job at like showing exactly what you're losing from like streaming services and all that. Because like I I'm fine with like watching torrenting shit and watching it on my laptop, but like not laptop PC, but streaming services are always so much fucking worse as well. They're fucking horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, they always look like shit, and a Blu-ray is always going to be better. Of course, we already talked about the passing of William Friedkin, which was very sad, but just also had to mention the the string of, like, celebrity deaths that happened within, like, a week or two of each other. Just, I mean, celebrity deaths are happening all the time, but it felt like kind of one after another lately, and 
So, I mean, gotta say, it started with, um, well, Pee Wee Herman, who I don't know if he means anything to you guys. He doesn't really mean I, much to me, not, I'll be honest. Not, not to me, but I think to Keelan, I think. I am a huge fan of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I think it is a fucking near masterpiece, and it is Tim Burton's best movie apart from Ed Wood. Um, and then that same day, I mean, this person's not like an icon or anything, but um, Angus Cloud, Angus at 25, Cloud. yeah, probably arguably really one of the best parts of Euphoria. Because I mean, I've seen both seasons. I know you've seen some of it, Liam. I've seen about um, six episodes, I think, and he is very good in them. Yeah. I haven't seen any of Euphoria, but it's always sad to hear when someone that young passes. It's fucking mm-hmm. real tragedy. Yeah, it's. I'm, yeah. I'm not even sure what it's happened horrible. to him, but like, well, even, either way, his a lot. I mean, I we everyone believes it to be suicide because his dad had just passed right before him, and so he was like super close to him, and it just I think clearly he must have already had some mental. Um, you know, some depression, I'm assuming, before that, but the, with his dad passing. This is just my own, what I've seen from everybody saying. That must be why. It wasn't like, I don't know how it was done or anything. I mean, people were saying drugs, people were saying this and that, but I'm not like going to like make assumptions. No matter what happened, you know, it's obviously sad. And then the last celebrity death I wanted to bring up, this happened right before Friedkin. Yeah, there was another oh, yeah. Mark Margolis who played... Hector in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, but also oh, yeah, in fuck. movies like oh my God, Pie. Yeah. yeah, Pie, Scarface. He was in a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff. He's and... been around. The I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my God. From all the behind the scenes stuff I've seen of like Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, he looked so fucking funny. He was a funny fucking <laughs> dude. I just want to list off some of the films from his filmography first, because he had like an interesting career. Like <laughs> the Aronofsky films he was in, Black Swan, Wrecking for a Dream, The Wrestler, The Fountain. He was also in Gone Baby Gone. He was in Stay. He's in Ace Ventura. He's in Ace Ventura. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over the place, but it's yeah, a lot of great movies. You know, just before we get off the topic, I, I also kind of want to bring up that one of the bigger deaths that happened, um, Sinead O'Connor died, and that kind of hit me, even though I've never listened to much of her music. I just thought she seemed like a wonderful person, and she had, she, I admired, like, how she spoke out against bullshit and he she she had never had any problem with doing that and i thought it was very sad so yeah that was um that was i have one more very small throwaway topic i've been having this sit in my phone i was going to bring it up the last episode but we didn't so i'm i'm not going to keep putting it off remember liam when you mentioned uh that fucking kid that got burnt by a chicken nugget at (laughs) mcdonald's yes yes i do fuck man oh what wait Kellen, you haven't listened to across the speed force yet have you i i i, I know about that story i've heard about that story okay, okay cool well there's been a development and it's, oh my god it's not it's not gonna make it's gonna make me so like it's gonna make you frustrated but oh, no. um the family the florida family that this happened to was awarded eight hundred thousand dollars after it got burned the child got burned <gasps> Yeah, are you, like the, the easiest eight hundred thousand ever, man. Like I'm guessing that they filed for you know. You said that they were filing for like a lawsuit or something, right? Well, yeah, and, but like that's. And now they apparently got awarded <laughs> a ridiculous amount of money over something so stupid. So I just had to bring that up as closure. 
that actually yeah. makes me so fucking angry. I cannot believe that. Isn't it? It made me angry too. So I had to spread my <laughs> anger to help make myself feel better. Thanks, Squid. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought it'd be a lighter note. I thought it'd be a lighter note after all the celebrity deaths, but it's kind of what from I sad. Get, I, angry, I mean, it so. is, I guess, but like that's so uh, stupid. <laughs> It I'm going to really file a stupid. lawsuit ex- against McDonald's just for having shit food. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, you could. McDonald's you could probably win. <laughs> yeah, all right. We got to get into our main topic. Long story short, every episode, then, we're taking turns picking the main topic. Like, so this was Liam's episode. He chose for us to watch the, the Yip Man movies. Is that how you say it? Yip, Yip Man, Yip Man, Man, whatever. Yip Man, because in, in the description it says Yip, Yip Man. Yip so, Man, um, Yip Man, Yip Man, Yip <laughs> yeah. Man. Yip Man. One of them. I used to say IP Man. Me. I don't know why. I used to always say IP Man. No, that's like just I... Kevin Feige. <laughs> Wait, excuse me? What? He's the IP Man. <laughs> Gosh. Um, oh, yeah, okay. That'd but be yeah, a good one. <laughs> so Liam chose, Liam suggested for us to watch it man one and two i made so a few feature. suggestions i literally did not know what the fuck to pick at all like when well, you guys uh, asked me or whatever i was just like i'm in the middle of like so much work right now i don't care so i just kind of pushed this idea out of nowhere hey i'm just glad these movies were all streaming for me so that i was fine with it. none of them were streaming um, for me i had to fucking torrent them what me neither oh wow yeah, they're on tubi on. for me they're on tubi Fuck um, as usual, Dude, America been number saving one. my life lately. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I guess we can start with the first movie, which I will read the uh, little description here from Letterbox. It Man is a semi-biographical account of Yip Man, the first martial arts master to teach the Chinese martial art town or town martial art of Wing Chun. <laughs> I always fuck these Wing Chun up. Wing Chun. The film focuses on events surrounding Ip that took place in the city of Foshan between the 1930s to 1940s during the Second Sino-Japanese War. Um, I'm sorry, I'm mispronouncing shit. Directed by Wilson Yip, the film stars Donnie Yen in the lead role and features fight choreography by Sammo Hung. Yeah, so it's a martial arts movie. Uh, loosely based yeah, on this Yeah, you know life. what? Like, so. they, uh... They they really like the semi autobiographical. Oh my god, autobiographical <laughs> emphasis is on the semi semi autobiographical. Yeah. Like yeah, emphasis on the semi, hard emphasis yeah, on the very... semi. <laughs> yeah, like especially with the Holy sequels shit. like that. But yeah, I mean, I thought what, it was gonna be like thing I saw. I thought it was gonna be actually like kind of accurate, but like it really accurate. really wasn't. Like the more. I looked up about this man because I was like, I was getting curious, like at least like a quarter way through the first movie. And I was like looking up shit about it or whatever. And like, there is actually so little that is known about like this guy between like the 1930s and the 1950s. Mm. It's insane. Yeah. No one knows what, no one knows what the fuck he did. So apparently it's all like fucking fan fiction. Like, I guess. <laughs> I feel like these are all like local legends, I bet, told about Probably, the guy. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, maybe he did this. I don't know. But, but the, the, the one yeah. thing I heard about the film was before I watched them is that the fight choreography was very grounded. 
And while watching the movies, I, d I don't feel that way. <laughs> they feel very <laughs> I exaggerated. Think, I think, and we'll definitely get into this with the second one, but for the first... Oh, yeah. The, I feel like the first is ten times more grounded than the second. It's more reasonably grounded, yeah. Very much, insane yeah. shit in the second one. It's more grounded, yeah, but it's not which, better. No, I, I think, <laughs> oh, yeah, no. we might as well all get it out of the way now. We all liked the second one better, which surprised me. Yeah. Um, yeah, which, but for reasons, you know, for different reasons. Maybe. But, yeah, I mean... Uh, which is surprising because like i don't know at least according to like letterbox ratings and shit like everyone enjoys the first one more than the second hmm. i guess yeah um just and the first one has like a super high imdb rating which like yeah in in for, from like the early 2000s i feel like imdb ratings are sort of accurate and ip man is it it man sorry <laughs> it man is sitting at <laughs> it man <laughs> Ip Man is sitting at a fucking 8.0, which is yeah. kind of... It's weird to me. Don't don't go looking at Rotten Tomatoes just yet, anybody, because I actually had a thing I wanted to do after we just discussed the movies. Okay. I never so, look at Rotten Tomatoes. This came out in 2008, so... Um, yeah, 2008 was a great year for movies, but... Eh. The thing that carries Ip Man for me is Donnie Yen, because Donnie Yen is... Oh, yeah. It's the only so thing that carries good. it. <laughs> I would it agree. Is so fucking good. I love that man so much. Anytime I see him in a movie, it's just like, hell yeah, Danny ends here. He's gonna fucking clean the place up. But I kept, he I kept, so... a, I kept hearing every time that I like would look up stuff about like how, like, like I just, I liked a lot of the stuff that came up in Ip Man, like the first one and stuff. But like, I kept looking up, you know, you know, scenes that I loved about it or whatever, and like seeing if people were like feeling on the same level as me or whatever. But it seemed like everyone was just kind of going on about how Donnie Yen is like a piece of shit or some shit like that. And I, I looked up a lot that. of the controversies to do with him and it seems like it's just like really exaggerated political bullshit. And like I don't really yeah. care. Like I just want to know yeah. like how people felt about the movie. But like in terms of like the movie itself, like I think he is clearly the best part. Clearly. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. He, he fucking kills it. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. he, he 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 has such like a he's such a likable just fucking. Screen I was about to presence. say very likable yeah. person. Like um, whenever he's on screen, you're just like, yeah, I, I I don't care about what's going on, but I fucking love watching Donnie Yen just do his shit. I care he's when it's Donnie Yen so on screen. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, like most of the first movie, but even everything yeah. that's going around it, I I, I struggle to get into it. Me too. I just I found the st I didn't find the story. Hardly even there, honestly. I found the story hardly hmm. even there, and plus, it just felt very bland. Like the movie looked so bland. So uh, the, the way I was kind of thinking while watching the first one is, it's kind—it kind of felt to me, overall, like the story mode in a fighting game, where you're just always kind of—you're just watching the cutscenes, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. okay, can I get to the fighting now? Because <laughs> exactly. like the story is so simplistic to like to like a fault, which yeah. I. I, I kind of chalked it up to like it being based on like a true story, but yeah, mm, but but yeah. that's like added into like what I thought about it as well. Like I I think that everything about like the first and most of the second is so fucking surface level. Like mm. Mm. there is just really nothing like that miraculous about it at all. Yeah. I I feel like with even the fight scenes, I I I felt like they were kind of underwhelming. Like, some of the fight scenes were cool, but 
my main issue with it is I did not like the direction or the editing at all because I feel like they oh, the didn't give was the martial. I I, yeah, I felt like they didn't give the, the the fucking martial arts enough room to breathe, and I felt like they did that a bit more, a bit well better in the second one. But we'll get to that. I just I just wanted a bit more out of the fighting, you know. Like the the one thing I can really compliment is the foley because the foley is fucking badass. I fucking love all the fucking sounds of like the. You know the punches and shit. I mean, yeah, like even if, like if, when if I like went out into the street and was like beating people up and it sounded like this, <laughs> I would continue doing it. <laughs> it's awesome. Like the sound effects are so fucking cool. Even even when they bring out bring fucking swords into it and shit, the sounds yeah. of like, the blades clashing. Yeah, it's fucking, so fucking it's fucking cool. awesome. Like yeah. and it continues through to the second one as well, like you said. But like mm-hmm. you know, even in the first, it is like something that's there and something that is cared for. But, like, the hmm. story is not in the first one, I don't think. It's just, yeah, I think everything about it, just, yeah, from the story to the visuals to the editing to the acting to the characters, yeah, it all felt very kind of weak and surface level. It's just underwhelming. I, I was, I think it was overhyped for me, too. Like, everyone was loving it. And, I mean, that's, like, like one I've of the main it. reasons that I wanted to talk about it. Like, I was, I was convinced that it was going to be, like, a thing that we would you know talk about and have like a lot of substantial things to say and like it's it's been hyped pretty well so i i figured that it would be a good idea but i guess not maybe i don't know (laughs) no i mean i'm still not i'm i'm not mad that i watched it i'm not like i didn't waste my time because it is like a it's a i wouldn't say iconic but like it's a important martial arts movie you know to to see but i don't know i will say at the very least like it's uh, it's another movie from China, which is like something that I yeah. haven't. I, I can't say that I've yeah. seen a lot of. You'll you got to check out some Wong Kar Wai. I I would you love to check out some Wong Kar. I would love to. I just mm-hmm. I just don't think I've seen but... as many Chinese films of as I've seen like Japanese or fucking. Um, no, same. What's the other same. one? <laughs> Korean? Korean. Korean. <laughs> Korean. <laughs> the other one. What no, the it's one? the Korean movies are where it's at. No, last thing I was going to say is that I think this movie was just kind of too little too late. Like, it came out, and I thought it came out much earlier than 2008. And when I looked up 2008, I was like, wow. Because, like, I don't know, just, like, I think it really took inspiration. 2001. It does, a little bit, yeah. I feel like if this movie came out maybe before, like, the movies that it's taking such heavy inspiration from, like, I think even it's taking uh, fight choreography inspiration from, like, The Matrix like heavily i know you still haven't seen it liam but um <laughs> you know. i don't really think so necessarily <laughs> one fucking day one day i'll see it. like the but the, the fight choreography was done by the guy who did a lot of the early bruce lee films mm, and he's, sense, he's in the too. second one as well that's 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 why this guy is even like i think significant yeah. because he trained bruce lee so he should bring that yeah. up this is the guy that it trained man bruce trained lee. bruce lee it, yeah yeah, and they yeah. they they treat that whole thing as like a fucking Marvel post credit. <laughs> I was about to say you, know, you stole my joke. Exactly, I was that's that. exactly what I was thinking at the end of It Man Two. I was like, this is a Marvel Spoilers. fucking post credit scene. Yeah, but Spoilers. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I, I'll, I'll say this much: I am glad that you made us. You, well, you suggested watching one and two. I would not have watched It Man Two if I fucking do the same. Know, if I just watch It Man One, you know, I am. That actually is a great point. I I think I would have just stopped. I I kind of begrudgingly watched the second one after the first. I was like, I was wanting to make it a double feature and like, 
the first one really turned me off to the whole thing, but watching that second one, man, that gave me some hope. Apparently, fucking Mike Tyson's in the third. I was about so to say, like, we only got me? to see Mike Tyson in the third one. What the fuck? Really? Yeah, he's yeah, in the third yeah. one. Mike Tyson, he plays a big part. I was reading people's reviews for It Man 3, and they were like, I need subtitles just for Mike Tyson. Like, nobody <laughs> understood what he was saying. <laughs> Maybe we have to uh, do another episode. I know. I really <laughs> want to see that movie. But, yeah, yeah I don't know. Should we, uh, should we segue into It Man 2? I don't know because I feel like we should because I, I, I feel like we have more to say about it, man. Too, but like, but yeah, let's. If we want to give like final, yeah, ratings yeah. or thoughts or whatever, yeah, yeah, closing statements on it, man. One, I'll I'll get mine out of the way. Like I, I, I don't think this is a bad movie at all. I just think it's. I just don't think it's anything innovative or like, you know, it's not gonna stick out to me in the grand scheme of martial arts movies and. It was fine for what it was, but I'm only feeling like a six out of ten on it, or three out of five. That's very generous. Do it. it is, dude. At first, I gave it a seven, and then it kind of dropped after I watched the second one. I'm like, this is. Mm-hmm. I'm never gonna remember the first one. I'm sorry. I'm just not. We we didn't get to talk about it that much, but um, I feel I really liked the second act. I thought the second act was really good, but then it kind of fell off after that. Like that's when it was starting to kind of win me over, but overall it, it was it was a disappointment for me because i i really want to see a lot more martial arts movies because there are some martial arts movies that i fucking adore like fucking jackie chan's police story like ricky o who the main guy from ricky o is actually in both of the Ape man movies which is interesting but um <laughs> yeah no it was it was just a disappointment and i never really see myself returning to it i i wanted to like it more but overall, it's just kind of a simplistic fighting game story mode, which yeah. might be a bit reductive for some people, but it's how I felt. So yeah, I, yeah. I give it a 5 out of 10. Like Quinn said, it's nowhere near a bad movie. It just... There's a lot of shitty elements about it. Like, fucking... I hated how the color grading went in, like, oh. the second half of yeah, the movie. It looked so ugly. It's such an ugly movie, yeah. It like, there's really ways ugly, to do that very yeah. artfully. But, um... They just didn't do it for me in that movie, man. I thought it looked fine for like the first half an hour, but yeah. But yeah, 5 out of 10 overall. Wish I liked it more. I I guess it's just like the writing, cinematography, editing, and sometimes the acting is like kind of bad. A lot of the stuff to do with like the Japanese war and stuff like that is interesting, like to a degree, but like Hmm. then it kind of like trips you up when you're watching it because you're kind of just like, is any of this actually like real? Did any of this actually happen? Because <laughs> you're following the story of this guy, but like you're really like questioning whether any of it actually did happen. Because yeah. there's really no way of telling. I I will actually disagree though, because I think that the first half was like what got me into the movie as a whole, and then the second half started to get me a little bit like yeah about it. So oh, I, I just meant the second act, like when the war starts and he's oh, yeah. you know, fighting for rice. I think it was like fine. I don't think it's like a terrible movie or anything like that. I just think it's totally fine, like perfectly yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Um. You don't know a rating yet, though, or you don't want to reveal it yet. I I really don't. Like, if I had to think off the top of my head, like maybe like a four out of ten, honestly. Mm. So it man two. Let me read the letterbox description here having defeated the best fighters of the imperial japanese army and occupied shanghai 
Ip Man and his family settle in post-war Hong Kong. Struggling to make a living, Master Ip opens a kung fu school to bring his celebrated art of Wing Chun to the troubled youth of Hong Kong. His growing reputation soon brings challenges from powerful enemies, including preeminent Hungar Master Hung Kwong. It doesn't even mention the boxing part, which is kind of crazy, and that's like yeah, half that's of the insane. movie. That's like the whole thing. I know, yeah. Well, no, that's that's what I found interesting about this is that that like I feel like half the movie was not the boxing part, and then once that randomly fucking comes yeah. into the movie, I'm I like, this got be way better. You like, you will both have the same exact thing to say about this because I've seen both of your oh, reviews and I know exactly what you're gonna say about it. It yeah. is literally just Rocky Four. It is <laughs> yeah, it's Rocky no Four apparently. Yeah, I just it thought Rocky in general, Rocky but maybe Rocky. What what uh, about Rocky Four happened in that again? I just. It felt rocky to me, but I didn't know like what with um, rocky. Spoilers for Rocky Four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, a- Apollo Creed dies because he oh, was yeah. killed by fucking Ivan Drago, and then Rocky had to train to fight Ivan Drago. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that it is. That's what this movie could have used. It could have used a great, big, a longer training montage. I was kind of wanting that. <laughs> That, that is literally it's literally both movies except rocky 4 is better because it's more 80s and funnier and it has a right. cool robot in it oh <laughs> uh, bullshit did you ever hear about fucking twister baby fucking twister oh my oh, god yeah. twister. dude this the, guy the fucking... twister's the fucking man so well before we Liam, jump he into was a like... racist <laughs> <laughs> yeah before we jump into like the, the let's was there anything worth mentioning about like the first half of the movie i guess yeah there was because that was like setting up the whole the battle like the conflict between the two different kung fu martial arts schools i thought that was interesting mm. already 10 times more interesting than the first movie i thought yeah and i have so much stuff to say about it I think it was an immediate improvement because it starts off by showing clips from the first film, like in the second half when it's all really shittily color graded and the color grading looks much <laughs> yeah. nicer in it. Oh, it looks yeah. warmer and yeah, they show those so like much more flashbacks color. or whatever. They showed those flashbacks and I was just like, oh man, like they're not gonna do the same fucking like uh, color grading <laughs> and shit. I was like, oh man, no. No, but the color yeah. the, the color grading in those first few in the flashback scenes they were better than they were in the first movie i still saw those scenes and i was just kind of like oh like an eye roll you know yeah yeah but like, I, I, when i, I saw those i was just kind of like whatever like this is just gonna be like another repeat of the last one or whatever but like the more the movie went on i was just like oh man this is yeah kind of fucking banging holy shit the first, <laughs> the first thing i put in my notes was that the movie has more color and it feels more lively yes like it just feels yes. so much more vibrant and like alive i just i loved all the stuff like yeah between uh just like the the conflict between the two kung fu schools and leading up to I, you got to talk about the fight that he has with the other martial arts master because yeah. that yeah. i was that i was fun. I was laughing out loud. I was like, but not at like the movie. I was like, this is so much better. Do you mean like the the one that they, that he has with like the people, like they fucked up his like his student or whatever? Or no. Do you mean like well, the oh, one we that... should talk about that. We should talk about that first because that happens before it. In that scene, when he like 
they like fuck up his student they lock him yeah. in like a fucking cage or whatever or some shit oh for yeah some for reason. disturbing the peace for dis- yeah, disturbing like, the peace so they uh and then and then he up. starts fighting people and he's like oh wow you really can fight 10 men at once yeah. <laughs> but like right after that something happens that i was so like ecstatic about mm-hmm. and then i realized apparently this man is not in the third or fourth uh, and it's, uh, Jin. You know, the guy that was, like, challenging him in the first movie to, like, you know, become, like, the best martial arts person there. I, I fucking love that guy. The Jin guy. I, mm. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. The actor's name yeah. is Fan Siu Wong. But, like, he, he's so fucking good. Like, he has I'm, so yeah. much charisma. And I don't know what it is about him, but, like, he's just... <laughs> his face, everything about him, his expressions, everything about him is just so fucking good. And I just... Mm-hmm. I love his character so much. Yeah. I'm, I love him. I'm, I'm gonna say this, because I, I brought it up when we were talking about the first one. But that's the guy from Rikio, the movie I was talking about. He's the main guy in Rikio, and he's fucking so cool in Rikio. Rikio. That, that is a way better movie than both the <laughs> man movies, and... It's I, I love that movie. I love that movie dearly. Even in the first one, he was played more as a villain, but I was even I was just still like, nah, I love this guy. Yeah, but I love that like the tr- the translation between like him being like a bit of like a kind si- of kind of like side villain in the first one, and then him being like kind of just a little bit of a joke in the second one. Again, like, kind of fucking like it. Rocky. It's uh, like Rocky <laughs> and Creed, but. Yeah, can we, but can we talk really quick about that one fight scene that they have in like that, I don't know if it was like a marketplace before they get locked up, because I got to talk about how when he has that wooden pallet and he's fighting with that, it is fucking awesome. My favorite, one of my favorite moments in the whole movie is when he has that wooden pallet and he's blocking their like machetes Mm. with it and he blocks the machetes, they stick onto the pallet and then he He flips flips the pallet around and grabs the machetes. I was like hollering out loud. I was like, I was fucking like cheering. It was great. I love that fight scene. It's so God, good, I just man. I'm I'm so mad that I don't get to watch these movies like with you guys in real life. I know because it would be so much fun. This would have been a fun movie to watch, yeah, with other people. Yeah, uh, get, get, get a few drinks and just start fucking cheering. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, but that was really the only um I guess memorable thing about that fight. But man, oh, I thought that of- whole fight was really cool. Oh, the whole fight was great, but just the fact that yeah, he was using the palette to like. I love when martial arts movies can find the most mm. random objects to use in their fights, and just <laughs> it was just so well done. Um, like that's instantly, why a lot of Chinese shit is great. That that's his whole thing. That's, I mean, I, I haven't seen a lot of like Chinese Jackie Chan movies or anything like that, but mm. I have seen Shanghai Noon. I've seen Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights, and I love those movies. But like, like you the, should watch the choreography, the choreography that he mm. goes through in those movies, like, are actually like really impressive. Which is surprising for a movie like that. I was about to say, watch Rush Hour. Watch the Rush Hour trilogy. I've seen the Rush Hour trilogy. I have. Oh. I will revert back to, like, (laughs) Shanghai Nights and Shanghai Noon. Like, when I watched those as a kid or whatever. And even now, like, I've I've rewatched them. Because I have them on Blu-ray. They they are still so fucking good. And the choreography in those is, like, unbelievable. And I kind of wanted that from Donnie Yen when I watched Mm. these movies. But I didn't Mm. really feel like I got that. That much? I feel like they're. I'm assuming it's different styles of martial arts. Maybe that had something to do with yeah. it. 
Because Jackie Chan's not Wing Chun. I don't know what he is, I guess. What I kind of anyway. wanted from these movies was, like, the um, protagonist or whatever. To be able to explain, like, the difference between different fighting techniques or whatever. They kind of briefly did. They, they kind of briefly do, but, like, they don't really go, like, in depth into it. Like, they're kind of just like, yeah, this is the difference slightly, but, like, yeah. we're not going to give you that much more information about it. So I would have rather they, they really actually gave like, like a better explanation about it. And yeah, I, I I think the only thing they really said was like what it's more beautiful or something. It's like more expressive, like especially. I mean when... that that means fuck all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I I do agree with you with how I wish they would have explained the difference. Well, the differences between that and other martial arts and why it was so, and wh- wh- why it was so important that the Ip Man set this shit up and why the martial art is so important like whether it be for like mental health reasons like because i'm sure that was like a huge part of it like because there's that scene near the end of the first one where they're all fucking doing it Mm -hmm. like mental health reasons are just like there's more benefits to actually doing it in real fighting or whatever or just just like more skill to it or whatever i just a bit more explanation would be fun i i remember i guess one of the other things they were describing Wing Chun in, in one of the movies, I don't know if it was the first or the second, but they were like, you attack while defending and defend while attacking. So it's like a very like, I don't know how they described it, but that's the main thing I uh, remembered that they said about Wing Chun. <laughs> Just very like close quarters, like defend while you're attacking. Who I don't know, man. But um, <laughs> Yeah, that first, I, I, that one fight scene though in the market, which isn't even the best fight scene in the movie, is already better than any fight scene in It Man One. I think that way about like the very first fight scene when they come to the when they come to the when they come to Ip Man's house, mm. and there's like the the fucking four young guys and they just yeah. cover him. Yeah, and on they're the like, rooftop. oh shit, this old guy means business. <laughs> yeah, and then they even that first scene they're... was better than anything in the first. It was, it was, um, but. I the fight scene I I wanted to talk about the most was the uh, that one fight between him and the other martial arts master uh, with all the chairs set up around the table. Fuck yeah, I thought that, that was, was I so thought that was one of the coolest yeah. set pieces ever. <laughs> with this scene, you throw all realism out the fucking window. You, you really do, all... yeah. <laughs> like, because I was like uh, I was like really wrapped up in it, and I was like, yeah, this is kind of believable and like fun and goofy and shit. But like then the actual like real real fucking like final boss of the whole thing just fucking flipped a chair onto itself and then just fucking jumped off of it split a fucking table in half while fighting and then kept fighting it's like fucking awesome i fucking love that shit like they start to find that's like a saturday morning activity for me it's so (laughs) Well, okay okay <laughs> but they start they really do start like just defying all the laws of physics and it's just it's amazing i like that's what these movies needed they needed more ridiculousness in the martial arts and that's what we got for the most part so, yes yes yeah but i mean like, like even if it was like more realistic and grounded martial arts and stuff like that in the first one I would have been fine with it if the story was better. Right. Yeah. I, I would agree. Yeah, it's true. The first one, I, f- I think the story is like kind of just dead and like not really there all that much. Yeah. But I think the story in the second one is really, really ridiculous. 
and i would rather that like both of the movies found that kind of middle ground where it's like not too ridiculous not too grounded just a little bit in between i mean i still think they're like accessible enough movies for like somebody who's just wanting to watch a martial arts movie but i do agree i wish there was more of a balance between a good story but also good fight scenes like you can't have one without I, I i would like a good balance of both the first lacked in both of those categories for me and the second kind of made up for it in both of those categories for me so mm. there's but, just really not a great like translation between the two i think yeah like, no I, no i there, think there's like no flow be... between these movies. yeah 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 there's no flow. exactly <laughs> but no, yeah, they, they seem like they both have different goals like all together I guess which the goal of this movie i mean i said in my my review this basically feels like chinese propaganda but that's i mean that's fine i don't care like but just like i feel like that turned into the goal of this movie like with the oh it definitely it, did just yeah. the shoehorn plot get into spoilers, of like, do you want to get into spoilers i mean is it yeah, spoiling sure. Like, I mean, talking about if you that, want to get into spoilers, I feel like the oh. entire, like, Twister subplot or, or sure. like, plot toward the end is, yeah, sure. more of a spoiler. Hmm. Spoilers for Ant-Man 2! Sorry, sorry, with what you were saying about it feeling like Chinese propaganda, I do also feel the same thing, but I think it's as much Chinese propaganda as Rocky IV is right. American propaganda. No, no, that's for sure. <laughs> like, I think like it, the Rocky movies... I think the Rocky movies, like, they unintentionally turned into American propaganda, but I don't think that was, like, uh, Sylvester Stallone's intent with the first movie whatsoever. Like, oh, he just made an underdog one, story. Huh? With the first one, with the first one, it's an underdog story. The fourth yeah. one is, like, a clear, oh, like, yeah. Cold War it, thing. Americans fucking sure. little fucking Russians. I'll definitely, yeah, agree with that. Like, yeah. Um, it's just... Yeah, it's just hilarious though, because um, it's so like it's kind of so heavy-handed in this to where every time, like I swear <laughs> I heard it like five, ten, a million times. Those they refer to like any. They were British in this movie, actually. They weren't American, which I thought was an interesting choice. But like, hell, they literally just said like foreign uh, white. Yeah, devil they kept saying shit. foreign yeah. devils. The for those foreign, foreign devils. devils. They yeah. said that like that's all they would refer to them as. I feel like it's kind of a thing where every translation is probably different with this kind of shit because like maybe in america or ireland or whatever like you would probably get like a different translation but like what i got was white devil yeah so that's kind of what i i got foreign I mean, devil it was like white devil or foreigner devil yeah like, <laughs> yeah that's and i feel yeah, like that's, that's kind of like a kind of shitty thing but like yeah <laughs> i mean i i think yeah because it's the english i have no sympathy fuck them yeah for real <laughs> um <laughs> you but jesus christ Keelan. <laughs> i'm not getting into the entire fucking history of ireland here yeah we're not getting into that right now <laughs> that's another episode um the history of yeah, ireland the episode. entire history of ireland <laughs> hey i mean trust me us americans have our own history with the brits too we don't it wasn't nice either but yeah that, fuck yeah, the, the brits the even though like fuck i was them. colonized by them and i'm <laughs> kind of british i guess in that sense but okay, yeah cool. i i, I kind of didn't care at all even if the even if the um propaganda was like against americans i wouldn't even care in this like i'm not like a oh you talk shit about america like fuck you i don't care um but the fact that it was british even made me care even less like that's fine 
Like, that's fine if it's propaganda. I don't care. It was entertaining propaganda. <laughs> Just like yeah, I mean, if, if, if every bit of propaganda film is like this, like, I'm fine with it. Because it was really entertaining. Yeah. I wouldn't say everyone is. Like, I there's directors like Akira Kurosawa and Stanley Kubrick even have been forced to, like, direct small propaganda things. And they've sucked. I've seen, like, some of them. And so a lot of times they're they're not done well. But this... This was entertaining, so I will say just I, I, I need to get this out there because it was really like a bother, but like holy fuck the English <laughs> actors were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, they did you like, notice? It, it was actually it was actually like a genuine embarrassment because I I could not believe that people will would like look at their performance in this movie and say, Yeah, that's okay. I think it's just a thing with like English speaking actors in foreign movies. No, I, I thought it was horrible, but it was so funny. I do feel like it's maybe like directing Lost in Translation. Not directing the movie Lost in Translation, but like, you know, it has like a Chinese director. <laughs> that's true. And directing... No, that's true. That's true. That's... Because I, I, the, the most recent example I can think of where that's also happened is RRR, where it's had English actors in it. Mm. And well-known english actors like might i say like fucking what's his name ray stevenson is in rrr and mm. he's usually like a fine actor he is horrible in rrr like he is Rest terrible in, in it right yeah. oh yeah another <clears throat> fucking recent another story yeah. piece him. no that's a great I, point I, I think it might just be like you know lost in translation between the director and the actors you know yeah I, that's actually i would chalk it up to that and the fact that these are probably amateur actors, I've never, we've never seen them in anything else. Who knows? I mean, the lines that they gave in these movies, like I just, oh my god, like I, I couldn't believe how they bad probably they couldn't, were. they probably couldn't find very many English actors to uh, want to portray bad versions of themselves, like you know, against their own country. I don't know, like who's guess, gonna want to like you know make themselves look like a shithead and like their country look bad? You know, I, I don't know. But did you notice uh, that like all of their lines were dubbed? Right? Did you notice that? Why? I I, I noticed I mean, it looked that like for it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did notice that. I kind of felt that with so, some of the Chinese speaking actors as well. Like some of it looked really dubbed. Right. Which I guess I mean for some reason we're I mean maybe we're we're used to that. Like we'll or we'll give more of a pass for like Chinese actors if it's dubbed. Mm. It's not as noticeable as like. You don't see often, I guess, English actors being randomly dubbed as much. I don't know why. Like, so that could have added on, Liam, as to maybe why it felt so off, you know? Because it did. It didn't feel natural. Like, all the line delivery did not feel natural to the way that they no, were saying it. No, it didn't. Because it. Yeah. it was all dubbed. It but, was very weird. But I yeah. loved it. <laughs> it just added on to, yeah, the cheesy fucking weird aspect of it. I, I want to make twists of my fucking personal account icon. Honestly, on Instagram, <laughs> he was the worst Dude, man. He was. Twister I thought that was is another... fucking dreadful. He is. He is the worst. <laughs> like he's so hateable. But props to the actor for making himself hateable. Uh, I I didn't even know a line from him because like there's not an IMDb. But like that 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 fucking part where he takes out like the comically large fucking incense candle. And he was talking about how, like, fucking, oh yeah, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll fucking beat all you Chinese. Before. Yeah. I wouldn't even have to light this because you'd be so scared to fight me. <laughs> yeah. I, I also just, last thing I really have to say about the movie, I thought it was just really interesting seeing the different martial arts 
fighting each other like having to see donnie that was yen, so cool yeah having to see donnie yen fight like english boxing rules like you can't kick like don't you can't use your legs like to see him try and fight oh that was that. some fucking bullshit though they, it was, that was but it's like bullshit. it was but um Again, that's like a rocky thing <laughs> where they throw like a stipulation <laughs> way through the fight <laughs> They just did it, they did it like out of no out of Dude. nowhere, and I was just kind of like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" Did no. anybody feel like the music at the end was like even Rocky esque? Like the na 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 na. I haven't seen any Rocky, so like, I couldn't say. Just but after the whole like fights over, then like you know everyone's like cr- rushing around him and like cheering and like it felt like Rocky fucking music too. But any other thoughts before we get to the MCU cameo at the end of the movie? <laughs> Let's just nah, get that nah, out of the way. Holy shit, that was the fucking craziest <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> it was insane. I was just kind of like... With the first one, they kind of like alluded to that kind of stuff. And they were like, you know, we'll we'll explain this in text or whatever. But like... Yeah. I know Quinn doesn't Oh, I could that. not fucking believe <laughs> No, I do. I do. Now I do after that last episode. Yeah, now yeah. I was like, I better read this. Apparently, that was supposed to be the whole story of It Man 2 was him training Bruce Lee, but they couldn't get, like, the rights or something, I read. But, like, how did they get the rights for him to show up at the end? I, I don't know. It was confusing, but... Fuck um, I don't know. That's... Yeah. <laughs> but that was fucking crazy, too. Maybe they just translated it for us to be like, oh, that's Bruce Lee, because... <laughs> Yeah. Well, how do we know what he's saying? Well, he even <laughs> you know, like the subtitles, like the sub they changed the subtitles. Even that kid had a, a Bruce Lee like mean attitude. <laughs> he's like, I want to beat people up, and then he's like doing that thing with his nose. You know? Yeah, he did. Like, I was oh, like, yeah. damn, I didn't know he was always like that. Also, yeah. sorry, a weird thing about the second one: Donnie Yen is hardly fucking in it. <laughs> That's actually true. I love that other guy too, by the way. The other martial arts he's teacher. He's awesome. Like, yeah, he's fucking he has, awesome. I love how you go from like already and like Ed, you just know his character so well and you come to actually like him and then when he dies, it's like actually sad. And th- so. that guy was the was the guy who did like the choreography for the first movie and like a bunch oh. of Bruce Lee movies. I didn't oh, know. Oh really? That. The other martial arts guy. Yeah, he did like the choreography for Enter the Dragon. Same Fuck man. As well. That's insane. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, Ip Man 2, yeah? Closing thoughts? Yeah. That was a great discussion, guys. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, 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 Ip Man 2 is a lot of fun. It's better than the first, anyway. Definitely. Yeah. But, you know, there, there there's, like, some things about it that don't... You know, it's it still leaves a lot to be desired in terms of, like, you know, kung fu... Well, not kung fu films, martial arts films. And I just wish... You know, I, I I wish it just went a bit harder with it, really. It did go hard, but, like, not as hard as I probably would have liked it to have. Like, the, you know, the whole Rocky Four element of it, I thought was really entertaining. I thought it was much better shot. It was much better directed than the first. But Miles it's still better, not yeah. an amazing movie. Really enjoyed it, though. But, like, seven, no, six out of ten, closer to a seven than a five. That's what I'm giving it. Well, since yeah. this, uh last recording i have actually rated it so yeah it's a seven out of ten for me (laughs) holy Um, shit nice i had a lot of fun with it i think like the worst thing about it is the like british actors i think they're fucking dreadful like so bad but it's still a lot of fun and i like how like ridiculous and goofy it gets towards the end like 
I think it's just I don't know, like with with the with the way that they are acting, it makes it feel like a lot more ridiculous than it actually is for me. But yeah, like they have some genuinely great fights in there and I just had a lot of fun with it and it's a much better looking movie like you said. So, yeah. It actually has <clears throat> color. Yeah. It does. Yeah. I agree with yeah, everything you both said. Like like I said in my review, like the it, it just everything from the characters were more likable to the action was better, the set pieces were more memorable, the directing was better, just the cinematography, like everything was it was just taken up a notch. It wasn't like as bland as the first movie and not nearly as like forgettable. Um, but yeah, I after coming off of the movie, I was feeling like a 7 out of 10, but I'm actually going to go in the same boat as Keelan. I think I'm feeling like a 6 just because like, I don't know if I'll ever come back to it. I have a lot of fun moments, but it's definitely not a perfect movie, um, but mm -hmm. it is much better than the first. It's much better. Like I said, I'm very so. glad that you made us watch both of them because I'm very glad <laughs> that I've seen the God. second one. <laughs> but I don't, I don't see myself watching the other two because I, I just I feel like the second one is probably the peak. I think if it was just I don't a discussion know, that third about third has Mike Tyson. Yeah, that's yeah. true too. I keep forgetting about <laughs> third that. Third has Mike Tyson. <laughs> If it was just a discussion about the first one, it would be very, like, short episode, I think, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'd have fuck all to say, so I'm glad you did both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, I never would have, after watching that first episode, yeah, that did not motivate me to watch the second at all. I kind of watched the second because I knew we had to, and then I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Like, wow, it gets better. So, yeah. Who knows where it'll go from there? But, who knows? Mike Tyson. I don't know. Mike yeah. Tyson and then It Man 4, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they've uh, got fucking Jason Statham in It Man 4. That would be cool. Is he really in it? No. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> is is, is Donnie N in the fucking Expendables movies? Is I think he? he might be in one of them. He's got to be in one of them. Yeah. He could be. But yeah. I'm, I'm not watching the rest. Fuck you, Liam. Okay. <laughs> Uh, listener questions yeah. then. Yeah. Alright, let's get into listener questions! Yes. It man edition. Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so God, I have to read old child sports thing again. You gotta. This what is fucking it? guy. Um, Wait, no, let, 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 can, can we get Liam to read it? Yeah. Ah. IP man, haha. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he gotcha. He fucking gotcha. <laughs> Got us again. Good shit, old child support. Well Man. done. <laughs> wow. Twice. This fucking guy. All right. Now, <laughs> moving on to the real questions from films underscore around the world. They asked, what is your favorite fight scene out of both films? Well, for me, uh, it was the fish market scene. Probably, yeah. a great fight scene. I, I really like that one. I, li I, liked, I liked the both of the boxing scenes i thought they were pretty fun but yeah. the the fish market scene was just fucking insane and i really loved it N none yeah. of them from one though right <laughs> no none of the fucking no. 10 man fight was actually pretty dope in the first one yeah i like that one too that was like the one good part of the movie yeah was the 
but it's like fighting for the rice he's yeah if, if you like comparing them to the ones in the second it's like so different oh nowhere near as good oh yeah nowhere near as good yeah they're nothing yeah i really like um, the table one the table one was yeah that's cool. my favorite yeah that's my favorite is the table i just i will never forget that there was it that one so bit where it got crazy. like ridiculous he like flipped the chair onto itself and then just jumped off it <laughs> it's awesome that was the start of it yeah that was uh it gets so like fantastical that i was just yeah all for it so from campo.reviews do you think donnie yen is underrated in the realm of kung fu action stars um Um, i'd say he's probably perfectly rated at this point like especially with john wick and rogue one i feel like he's people's highlights from both movies yeah like it's yeah especially with rogue one he's very good in rogue one but then john wick he's one of the, he is yeah. fucking phenomenal he, he's not my yeah. the highlight in rogue one but in john wick he's definitely one of them and i'm kind of surprised as well that like i prefer him and john wick to any of the Ip man movies like i just had more fun yeah, absolutely yeah no yeah, yeah he I, plays I, a, a blind guy in both movies too it's just a weird coincidence i'll never get over that why does he keep playing blind guys i don't know <laughs> I, th- I think but, I said it earlier in the episode, but like, no, no, yeah, I did. I don't know if it was during the discussions or during the questions last time we recorded, but John Wick Four is like a much better showcase for his martial arts ability than the Ip Man movies. I feel it is, is, and he's older, crazy. which is more impressive. Oh yeah. Mm. Hmm. <clears throat> now I think that all has to do with just yeah the fight choreography. Whoever did the fight choreography for the John Wick movies. I mean, it's literally directed by, like, a stuntman. So, I mean, he knows what he's doing. But, yeah. Um, I don't Yeah, I would agree he's properly rated. I don't think he's overrated or underrated. Yeah. God, sorry. A so. martial arts movie by fucking Chad Stahelski would go so fucking crazy. That'd be fucking great. Should do Ip Man 5. They kind of already are martial arts movies, too. Yeah, extent, no, I, I guess right? so. Like, you know, but Gung Fu and all that they're shit. They're like Gung, gung yeah. Fu. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, alright, well, from movies that don't suck, most underrated martial arts film of all time. Fuck, I don't know. Man. Yeah, no, for me it's Ricky O, the story of Ricky, I fucking love that movie. (laughs) I I went on about it a lot in the episode, and for good reason, it is so fucking badass, it is insane, one of the goriest films I've ever seen, even up there with fucking uh, Peter Jackson's Brain Dead. I think it's fucking mm. wild. It is a great, great fucking movie. I'll have to watch mm. it. I really don't know what nice. I would answer because I haven't seen that many films. Perhaps that nature, Ip Man Two. It's Man sure. 2, you could say is underrated shit. Nobody talks about it. I haven't seen anybody talk about it. I've always heard people um, mention the Ip Man movies as like a, you know, a big name within that. So I guess mm. it like it's included in there, but I don't know like which movie is preferred by the general audience. I think it's it seems like the first movie, which is strange, but um, I don't know how loosely we can use the martial arts term, but like, like I think we mentioned on when we first recorded, then like, um, I don't know if Brawl in Cell Block 99 counts as any type of martial arts, because he's boxing, no. <laughs> that's a type of, I mean, there's boxing in it, man, too. There's boxing in that. I don't know. That's not boxing. Um, that's just like bare knuckle fucking fist fights. That's like that's fucking true. street That's just brawls. like street fighting. It's, it's in the name, Brawl in Cell Block 99. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Damn. Um, Shanghai Noon. Oh, that movie slaps. <laughs> and it's Shanghai Noon. Un- 
<laughs> Shanghai Nights too, but main definitely Shanghai Noon for me. Yeah, it's just yeah. Those classic. movies are fucking awesome. I would say the Rush Hour movies too, but I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to rewatch them. I I, I think dumb fun. That th- that one fucking scene in Rush Hour two is pretty fun. The fucking in the sauna. I think that scene's pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, that's that's great. I haven't seen the Rush Hour movie since Chen. I was a kid. That the sauna scene in Rush Hour Two was directed by Jackie Chan because Brett oh. Ratner was just being a piece of shit and he just stormed off set. So Jackie Chan was like, "Okay, we got to get this shit done. I'm directing this." <laughs> wow, look at that! Our our beacon of knowledge. We never stuff we never do. Remember? Yes, yeah. I never oh, would have yeah. known that. <laughs> you have a um, lot of information that we probably yeah wouldn't have random. Known. <laughs> it's just an ID IMDb trivia. I have oh, information shit. about 9-11 that will blow your minds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll save that for the 9-11 episode. Holy shit, cool. Oh, yeah. United... <laughs> that <laughs> is a sentence fucking... I never thought it would come out of your mouth. We could do it like a <laughs> double feature. conspiracy theory trivia. We could or, do like yeah. a double feature of like 93 and fucking remember me. Hmm. <laughs> September is coming up. It is coming up. Oh my god. (laughs) It's been years. It's been decades. No, I know. I can joke about it, but you don't usually make these kind of jokes. I love it. I don't. eh, I'm starting to not care as much. I'm I'm loosening up. Moving on to All Right So Reviews. Donnie Yen versus Chow Yun Fat. Who wins? Haven't seen enough of him. I don't know who this guy is. Everyone wins either. because you get to see two martial arts masters fucking duke it out. That's a good answer. That's who yeah. wins. I haven't seen <laughs> enough of him. Like, the main thing I know him from is Pirates of the Caribbean 3. And he's cool in that. Mm. I, re- mm. I really want to see all the John Woo films he's in, but I don't think I've seen him in a single film. Apart from Pirates of the Caribbean, probably. Same. Yeah. Same. I just haven't seen enough of him. Isn't he so the guy in um, Crouching Tiger? Her- I think he might yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I really want to watch that at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. I really want to see Hard Boiled as well. From Chaz Presley, what was your favorite single frame shot in each film? What the fuck? I don't... <laughs> um, when Bruce Lee came in the end of the second one. Oh, fuck off. That, that, that's, <laughs> that's an all-timer shot. You know, this this is for all my after fans out there, but that Bruce Lee reveal was like at the end of... Was it after we collided when fucking Tessa's fucking dad shows up? Stop, stop. <laughs> They're on par. <laughs> no one's gonna know this but you and me. <laughs> Such no. an obscure reference. After is a big movie, man. We should do I it guess. after episode, actually. Get Quinn on them. Oh. oh, man. Torture him for a few weeks. The new one's coming <laughs> yeah. out this year. The new one's coming out this year, we gotta. Is it this year? Fuck yeah. There's a poster for it and everything. Is that like the fourth movie? It's the fifth, I think, is it? Oh, shit. Yes, yeah, the yes. fifth movie. Fifth. And then there's going to be prequels. Movies. And yes. there's going to be sequels to the prequels. Yes. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh. It's, it's terrible. That can be your guys' episode. I I just, man. No, you're, I, you're... I don't know if I can do that. No, you gotta. <laughs> I'm sure you could get one of the actors or somebody involved in the movies on this podcast. We're not I just going to shit on someone like for that long. Like That's all we're going to be doing is talking shit about the movies. So I don't think they want to join us for that. Also, the dude in it is uh, Ray Fiennes' fucking nephew. So yeah, it's oh, yeah. Shit. That blew my mind. Don't when... piss off Ray Fiennes. You know what? Yeah. Fucking uh, sidebar again. But like, um, Keelan told me about this like when we first watched like the first after movie or whatever. But fucking 
the Half-Blood Prince, when there's like a flashback of Tom Riddle when he's a kid, and that kid is the main guy in the after movies, like all of them. (laughs) Oh. And it just like throws me off whenever I see him now, because I'm just like, fuck, man. What the hell? (laughs) Wow. What happened? He went down. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Um, Anyway, next question. Yeah, favorite shot. Oh, wait, no, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. I mean, I I said for the from the first movie, I like the shot just of like all the guys standing around it, man, right before they're about to fight in that one like room with like the balconies and they're all watching from above. Mm. That was kind of cool. That is a cool shot. Um, Yeah, it's the only memorable one I even know. But the second one, God, I don't know. I really don't know. They're, like the the sh- none of the shots really like stand out in these movies. It's just like the set pieces and just any like, shot of action. Twister. <laughs> Actually, I'll say this much: there's a shot at the, near the start of the first one that I fucking love, where like, um, Ip Man and the one dude are fighting, and then someone tosses him like his sword, and like it's a slow mo mm. shot of like the sword going sword going through midair while he catches it. I thought that shot was pretty cool. Mm. Mm. I vaguely remember that. I do remember that actually, yeah. It's a cool shot. Last question from Film Forager. On a scale of Donnie to Yen, how badass is Donnie Yen in these damn movies? A solid uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. So the solid Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he's about Which is a, like an eight out of ten, probably. I don't know. I mean he's probably one of the better things about it, but I don't know. I feel like he's he's better than these movies, probably. So, yeah, I'd know. really like to see him like flex his muscles in like a different, a different martial arts movie, and like yeah. it seems like a lot of the martial arts movies that he's been in are kind of like cheapish, you know, Chinese martial arts movies that I don't really have any interest in. Like they all kind of seem kind of mediocre, and yeah. I'd really like to see him do something like fucking Jackie Chan was doing in the '80s with like Police Story and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, or even good. more of what more of the shit that he was fucking doing in John Wick because like his action scenes were fucking amazing yeah he's still got yeah. it he can keep doing shit from now if he just I don't know gets better movies I guess he's not in any of the expendable movies I just checked god damn, damn he wait it's fucking right Jet Li in. isn't it yeah it's Jet Li I'm a racist he's in, Donnie Yen is in Shanghai Nights I have no idea who he plays he is. in Shanghai Nights <laughs> he is yes um, yeah he's pretty badass I don't know he's not like peak badass but he's more badass than some people Mm-hmm. So, he's good. He just yeah, I haven't seen a ton from him. Wait, they're doing so. a third Shanghai movie? Are they really? Uh, they've been saying that for years. They're gonna be old. I think they're way too old for that now. Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan mainly. Well, Jackie Chan could still probably do it. I think. I don't know. Maybe. Has he been in anything since The Foreigner? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Ah, <laughs> is he in that? I guess that's just voice acting though. Yeah, he's he's Splinter in it. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think he's been in anything since the probably not. Foreigner. There was that one movie he did with fucking Johnny Knoxville. I think that was after the Foreigner. I see. I'm looking through his uh, letterbox. He does a lot of those generic-looking like action movies that nobody knows about. Kind of yeah. like what Schwarzenegger and Bruce or Bruce Willis and all them do. Anyway, that was the last question. We um, did it. We did it. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Done talking about it, man, now. Yes, <laughs> finally. And I will never uh, speak about it ever again. Probably never. No. Yeah. It'll be a constant reminder <laughs> of my mistakes. 
<laughs> You'll associate it, man, with that. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I guess I have to do the recommendation thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. do that before we... Yeah, do that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, very, so yeah, since, since I joined, uh, I think we've agreed that, like, every episode we're going to rotate with suggesting the main topic for whatever the next episode is. And I mm-hmm. thought it would be a good idea just to say it at the end of, like, the previous episode, just to give our loyal listeners a chance to fucking, you know, catch up and watch it. Yep. But, um, so this episode is back to me, like, last episode, this episode was Liam, last episode was Quinn, so it's back to me. So I'm going to suggest two films about filmmaking, because I really want to watch one of them, and one of them is one of my favorite films of all time. So I'm suggesting Ed Wood from 1994, directed by Tim Burton, and then American Movie, the documentary directed by Chris Smith from 1999. I've heard heard American Movie is great. Looking forward to watching it. Ed Wood is one of the best films of all time. I'm excited. Yep. Ed Wood's great. American, I... American Movie? I'm excited to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen either of these movies, so... You will love I'm Ed definitely, Wood. I was... You would really love Ed Wood. Ed, Ed yeah. Wood is fucking <laughs> fantastic, and I think no, there could I've be like, a good discussion about it. I'm looking forward to that, for sure. Uh, you can find me at Views by Quinn on all the social medias, Instagram, Letterbox, etc., etc. Just look for the link tree in the description of the episode. And you can find me at Movies Music Me on everything, I guess. Uh, link tree is in the bio. Check it out. YouTube, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff. That's me. The link tree is in the bio. Check it out. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like only shallow on everything just like fucking search me on something I'm probably only shallow on that even fucking grinder or some shit I'm only shallow on it just Good fucking <laughs> you might just <laughs> wasn't expecting that just anything you might just... just anything <laughs> look me up on anything I'll be there mm-hmm. live leak porn hub all of it <laughs> 4chan oh yeah I'm big on 4chan yeah reddit Look me up on MySpace. I'm under Only Shallow. A- AOL. Club MSN. Penguin. Club oh, Penguin. Yeah. That's the Can't big one. That's where, I, that's where I do most of my chatting these days. <laughs> I think that's a hub. No, that sounds bad. Yeah, that's, that sounds pretty bad. No. <laughs> cut that bit out. Cut that bit out. Anyway. Fuck no. I'm, I'm no, don't out. cut it. We're not. We're keeping that in. I'm cutting uh, a lot of my shit, not yours. Okay, this is an alternate take. Uh, um, you can find me in the link tree in the bio. I'm on... Just those, nothing else. Well, what if my employers find out? Uh, you fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your compassion. All right, <laughs> all right. Get us out of here. Well, yeah, that's about it. So, peace out, bitches. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs>